I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Scam Squad. Well, Vicki, what are we going to talk about today? Well, hi, Patty. Today, we're lucky to have with us Sean Dyer from Montecito Bank and Trust. And Sean, as you may remember, is the Assistant Vice President and Senior Fraud Specialist. And she just got back from a wonderful vacation in Spain. But while she was traveling, she noticed that this is the time of year when a lot of seniors take off and travel because it's a time when the kids are back in school. So it's the perfect time to travel and not have the kinds of crowds that you might have in the summer. And Sean came back with some good tips for us about how to be safe when we travel. So welcome, Sean. So glad to have you back on the show. And what can you tell us? First of all, thank you for having me back. And I did just want to go over some things that I was reminded of while traveling. A few points are about your card usage and your online banking usage or access and if you tried to do any mobile deposits. So I'll start with card usage. And one of the top things that a lot of people think about, but then they forget right before they leave is to notify your bank or credit card company of your travel dates and the Mm -hmm. places that you're going. And if you don't do that, you'll find yourself ready to pay for something and your card doesn't work because your bank doesn't know you're there and is blocking the transaction. So always notify your bank or credit card. And nowadays, you can do a lot of that online yourself. You can go in and access and add what we call a travel notification. That happened to a friend of mine who we were traveling with this other couple. He tried to rent a car, and the transaction was blocked because he'd forgotten to tell his company. It took about a day or two for us to get that straightened out. So, yeah, good advice. Yes, anyway, I had that happen, too. Even locally within the United States, I think, remember being yes, in San Francisco yeah. and trying to make mm-hmm. a transaction, and we had to call the bank and notify them. So it's not always out of the country, even, just even throughout the United States. That is right. absolutely true, and especially with holidays coming up, we'll probably see more of domestic travel than international, and so it is important. Important, yeah, regardless. Yeah, let the banks know. Another thing is, um, you know, oftentimes if you are traveling, especially internationally, you take some cash out at an ATM so that you have the local currency to use. If you do that, go to a bank, actually the front, you know, brick and mortar bank and use that ATM. Or if you're in the airport right after you get off, if you haven't bought euros prior to your departure, I usually just go to an ATM that's inside the airport. And I'm saying that or an actual you know, bank, rather than using ATMs that might be located in a store, in a boutique, something like that, because those usually are smaller machines that charge a much higher fee for doing the transaction at their machine. Sometimes they're fraudulent and they're not even, uh, you know, they'll get unplugged and all the cash and all the information gets taken. So it's safer to make sure you're at an actual bank. And of course, if you're making a withdrawal, put your hand over that keypad when you're entering your PIN number. You know, we're tourists. We look like tourists. 
and mm-hmm. fraudsters are professionals and they're just waiting to get that information from us. So be careful, be cautious, make sure you don't have people standing right behind you and make sure you're holding on to your purse or wallet. That's really important information to have. Go to a bank or get the cash inside the airport. I'll bet a lot of people really didn't know that. That's really good advice. I didn't know that. I knew that they charge exorbitant fees sometimes. I was at a casino in Las Vegas during the summer, and I don't know. It was like we only wanted to get $40 out, and it would cost $10 to do it. It was ridiculous, but I didn't know that they could also be fraudulent, some of them. Yes. Along with this, always take another form of payment. Do not go off, even domestically, with just one debit card or just one credit card. If your card is damaged or lost or stolen or stuck in the ATM machine, you're stuck. We've seen this happen time and time again. So always make sure that other form of payment can be a debit or credit card from another bank or same bank but linked to a different account. Because if you lose that card or it's damaged and you call to report it, we're going to block it and then you won't have access. So just make sure you always have another way to pay for your trip. (laughs) Well, you know, that happened to my husband on our last trip. It was our last day. We were needing to get money to pay the cab to go to the airport. And he tried to use his card in an ATM and ate his card. Oh, no. Yeah, had I not had my own card, we might still be there. (laughs) (laughs) Not such a bad thing, but (laughs) yeah, Yeah. so that really good advice. Yeah, anything else that we should know or? Well, just a quick topic on online banking. So many of us have smartphones, and most of us now download the mobile app for your bank so that Mm -hmm. you can log in from your phone or if you take your iPad, whatever, when you're traveling, so that you can log in and check your balances or do whatever your banking is. So if you haven't done that and you figure, I might do that while I'm traveling, do that now and practice. Make sure you've got all your passwords. Make sure that you can access everything before you go. Otherwise, you'll find yourself where you can't get in at all. You don't know and it can be really frustrating. And if you do, uh, you have your mobile app on your phone and you do log in when you're on vacation, make sure you're on a secured Wi-Fi. Don't log in from these cafe that's offering the free unsecured Wi-Fi because, again, the fraudsters are professionals and they're waiting for the tourists to come by and log in real quick to check their balances. And that's when they hack in and they'll get your credentials. That's when they can take over. So check with your online banking. Great advice. Great advice. Uh, And I wanted to add one more thing. If your bank offers, like we offer, and it's not our app, it's another app, but we use it, and it's called Card Valet. And it's an app you put on your phone, and you can add your cards if your bank uses this system, and I'm sure there's others out there. For instance, I added my debit cards, two different debit cards linked to two different accounts, and I have the ability to turn the card on or off. And I have the ability to set settings on there where I don't want it to be used at anything but a gas station, or I I don't want it to be used at ATMs, or I want to get a notice if it's going to be used. 
where you're more in control of the settings that are on your card. So I just had one card turned off the whole time and had the one card turned on and I set a dollar limit on it to be notified if anything happened. But I was prepared so that if something did happen to that one card, I could go turn the other card on and start using it. But if it were stolen, no one would be able to use it. Oh, that's fantastic. What a great service. Do you have any opinion about whether it's better to use a credit card versus debit card or does it matter? I know you have to use your debit card if you want to go to the ATM and get cash, but what about for purchases? My personal opinion, and this is just me, I'm not really speaking for the bank, but I personally use a debit card to get cash and that's it. I may use it to get gas or groceries, things that I know that I did and I am not ever going to dispute them because I do them every week at the same place. If I'm going to rent a car, if I'm going to pay for a hotel, if I'm doing big purchases, I use a credit card. And the reason is they have different rights as far as disputing tied to them. Credit card usually offers a lot more as far as disputing goods and services, or I didn't like my room. And it doesn't mean it'll always pan out in your favor, but you have more options doing that with a credit card. So I always think big purchases, credit card, cash, gas, groceries, debit card. And what about restaurants or going into a little shop and buying clothing, pair of shoes? I'd say if you are familiar with that store and you know the reputation, then you're fine to use a debit card. But if you're traveling and, you know, this just looks really cool and I'm going to go in there, I would use a credit card. Okay. Then the big thing is because the debit card is linked to your checking account and it is coming out of your balance. Credit cards tied to a line of credit and you're not affected by it if you have to dispute something. It's not affecting your balance. So that's a big difference. Good point. Well, Sean, this has just been great advice. These are things that I really didn't think of, and some of them I just simply didn't know about. So it's really valuable to have you on giving these tips for those of us who are planning to travel in the fall, or any time, actually. And as you said, a lot of us are going to be traveling within the United States over the holidays. So always good advice, no matter where we're traveling. As always, I'd like to thank Montecito Bank and Trust for sponsoring Scam Squad and being in this fight with us to try to prevent people from being scammed, good people. So thank you so very much. You're welcome. We'll look forward to next time. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye, Sean. Thanks. Bye-bye. It was actually quite lively and fun. It was, and I loved her advice, things I wouldn't have normally thought about. Yeah, I thought that Card Valley advertised, uh, they have a commercial where you press a button, it stops your car, you turn it on. But So, ready for some good news? Oh, yes, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vicki, I'm excited to hear our good news for today. Patty, last week we heard a very sad story from a victim who had been scammed by one of these romance scammers, and... The sad news is we can almost never get money back because these people are often operating out of the country and we just can't find them and catch up with them and prosecute them. I thought this story was interesting. This was about a woman from Georgia who was arrested and charged for her role in the romance scam. Now, she wasn't the actual scammer. She wasn't the person that was calling and pretending to be a businessman who had gone out of the country and had some kind of an oil deal going off the coast of China and scammed this poor woman for $250,000. But 
this woman was his confederate back here in the United States. And her role was to set up a bank account where our victim was sending the money. And then this woman was able to send the money to the scammer at various locations out of the country. She was caught, she was arrested, and she is going to be prosecuted for conspiracy to commit wire fraud. So this is both good news and a warning to people who may be caught up in this kind of activity where you are working for one of these scammers and you are helping the scammer move money out of the United States. So that's my good news for the day. Sometimes we do catch up with some of these folks. That is very good news. It seems to be happening more and more that people are getting their comeuppets, we shall say. They're getting prosecuted, so that is very, very good news. Thank you so much, Vicki. It's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so until next week, and Vicki, could you remind our listeners how they can report a scam or just get in touch with you if they're suspicious? Sure. My phone number is area code 805 568 2442. That's our fraud hotline. Once again, 805-568-2442. Thanks so much, Patty. Yes, and remember, after airing on KTMS News Talk 990, shows are posted at Hub for Podcasting. That's Hub, H-U-B-F-O-R, Podcasting, and you'll see a big graphic that says Scam Squad, so you can listen to lots and lots of episodes there. Have a good week, everybody. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.